Hello and welcome to WVHP Radio. I'm Miriam, and today we're presenting to you the Dead Center Coffee House, which took place on April 28, 2016, and recognized the unveiling of Dead Center's student-organized poetry and arts magazine. Stay tuned for music and spoken word from Highland Park students. Thanks for listening. Hi, um, my name is Z. There's a social on my shirt, which you can't see because I'm wearing a jacket because I'm obnoxious. Um, Hi! Um, so I'm going to read a piece, a little bit of backstory. So I go to a theater camp, and theater kids are the most dramatic people on the planet. I'm not even kidding when I say that. And so I wrote a piece about that, because there's this constant like fight to see like who's been through the most um, stuff, like who's been through the most travesty, like who's experienced the most trauma. This is so short with trauma, you guys. So I wrote a piece about that because I think it's fascinating, and I'm explaining it because I'm trying to make sure my heart stops racing, because I'm really anxious right now. Um, too late. Okay, cool. So, just gonna get started. It's in the book, by the way. It's the very last poem, so you know it's the worst one. All right, cool. Here we go. Um, it's called Theater Kids. With an R E, not an E R. There are theater kids, and then there are those where their art is their blood. What they put on stage is what they hide from us. Where the performance is the wound they stitched and are now slitting. There are theater kids, and then there are soldiers. There are wannabes, and there are never cans. I've met kids where their sole aspiration is to be broken. Where they don't think they'll be famous without that molested child token. They're not relatable without vacations to hell. They're not winning the voice without loved ones who fell with their false bruises painted on. That makeup is gone once the camera's turned off. Pretending to be damaged is an unforgivable offense. Pretending to be broken is at a victim's expense. Pretending to have scars is mocking the blade. Pretending to be crippled is mocking the pain. Suicide isn't cool. I don't remember when it became hip to hang yourself, when it was dope to OD, when it was rad to think you are a waste of space, slitting your chest till the art drips out. Now, I understand battle wounds, but there's this constant mentality. How damaged do I have to be for somebody to love me? Because those who win the media's heart have been beaten and abused. Those who own the least glue are destined for the affections those normal people never knew. There are theater kids. And then there are those where the scripts they're given are band-aids for their souls, where the lines they memorize are to replace memories of old, where being on stage is when the armor is removed, where putting on a show is when the burns are smoothed. There are theater kids, and then there are survivors, where Les Mis is the sound of the night, where kinky boots to fight for life, where Hamlet is the language of life. There are those who know the lyrics and those who need their own anthem. There are theater kids, and then there are those who know we weren't put here to pay bills and die. We were not brought here just to be fruitful and multiply. We were plumbing this planet to paint the universe. We are here for more than just performing what was rehearsed. Give me a script and I'll turn it into an opera. We write it a thousand times while swinging from the candelabra. We are here to discover and communicate through expression, not just memorize every lyric and be sluts for attention. There are theater kids and there are composers of passion, where the performance they bring is its own brand of fashion, where the stage they stand on is theirs to own, where the songs they sing are an octave closer to home. There are theater kids. And then there are artists. Mandala, some group that starts with A, a musical group that starts with the letter A, a mandala.
We are seven twelfths in the mandala. Um, we are an all-female acapella group, and we're going to sing some multicultural music. Our next song is called Ishta slash Wondrous Love, and it's in English and Persian. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
back to the poets. Where are the poets? Calling all poets. Yeah, we got to do some poetry now and then the band will be up at the next break. Okay, so this is a poem that I use from a line from a different poet. It's called My Son, the Dreamer. He was my precious doll, the light of my life. My child, just as sweet and bright as any other youth could ever be. But he lacked us one thing that every parent wishes for their own. He would rather dream and ponder about his life filled with peace than to embrace the audacity to face a merciless possibility. He was a, a true dreamer who decided who or what was a part of this fabricated but vivid imagination. As I watched him play around with his friends, laughing and smiling without a care, I worried for him. What if he continues to live in an oblivious peace? What will he do if he faces the nightmares of the real world? But as he returned home safely, greeting me with his polite nudge of words, I cast aside my fears, hoping that they won't ever rise from the dead and haunt me. But that was then. My son, my son, the dreamer, I can't reach him anymore. He disappeared along with the whimsical dream he left behind. I wish he could be there, I could be there to wrap my arms around him. I'm sorry for leaving him behind. I wish I could know what he had been through. I wish I could know how he's doing now. Is he happy? What is his life like? Does he miss his old life where his loving parents and smiling friends were the only ones who kept his hopes up? Or is he living in bliss in his own beautiful heaven where no other venomous nightmare can contaminate his frail mind and body? I know there won't be a day when my son will wake up from his eternal sleep, but I'll let him be, for he'll always be. Hi everyone, this is my friend Piney. And he's gonna, he's gonna share a poem called Me, Myself, and I. 
thank you for that introduction this morning. So this is a poem called Me, Myself, and I by Piney Art. And it goes something like this. I'm my own person, me, myself, and I. Who cares what others may think? They aren't the ones walking through my pair of eyes. I walk down the streets of Highland Park with pupils all around, staring at the back of me, noticing a flamboyant backpack with floopy eyes. Though on the back of an 18-year-old named Piney, some people may laugh, some people, but all people are dazed to see the smile that I have out of happiness. I ain't got bullets and I ain't bulletproof. And you can take your aim, but you can't kill the truth. Yeah, I'm a senior and walk around with the toddler intended backpack, but that's my own style and you shouldn't be judgmental to that. You see, I'm my own person, me, myself, and I. Who cares what others may think? They aren't the ones walking through my pair of eyes. cabbage and sour cream. We came from mules as stubborn and hardy as ourselves. We are now steel, stainless and sturdy. We are electrified refrigeration, bystanders to mass incarceration. We are public education, organic produce, yoga, prep schools, extracurriculars. We are fast paced. We are rushing to work from nine to five now. But we are still willful, tenacious, still testing our mettle. Thanks to Ms. Marioni and Ms. Grunstein for the first and last lines, not respectively. Thank you. All right. You may be wealthy, but I'm spiritually healthy. My rhymes slither into your cerebral so stealthily. I pause my mind for a meditative moment and allow y'all to process my rhymes for a moment. Because I make every man memorize my monumental metaphors and my syntactic similes. Your redundant repugnance is under this display of discreet rap techniques. Don't speak of me to your team, that would be me. If you do, I would have to use my frenetic force from my funnel when I form phrases beginning with and send you careening off a cliff with all your fancy equipment that you can't even use because your ignorant stigmas are enigmas. So I pull my verbal trigger and disfigure the famous figures making eight figures who you figure are role models so to those folks I hold up one finger. You, if you front phony personas to fit in fantastically and for fear of being found out to be a fraud, don't be afraid. My rigorous configurements is bigger than your signature expenditures that make up your personality. Asinine assassins assist in assimilation by acting as contract killers hired by corporations to kill the nonconformists. I'm a miss, the mist of missed opportunity and misinformation. Misanthropes misinterpret the meaning of being a human being. My mind races as I contemplate as all the angelics being annihilated in devilish tactics dilating in popularity. I wrestle in a liar, I, wait, no. I reside in a liar's nation, where we enjoy racism on a regular basis, where we employ the 1% to be president, where the constant norm is to continue to conform. Where is that America whose heritage is harassment and slander is apparent and presidential candidates are oftentimes bandits and political rivals are liable for libel? right here, in the land of now. But if we don't like it, we gotta try and change it. We can't just let this mess progress. Think about that, don't it sound incorrect? 
to give in to the wishes of the bigots in the big house on Capitol Hill. We, the people, must unlock our collective consciousness to defy the wrongness. We, the enlightened people, sitting in this room, need to be conducting concoctions of commendable word art. But we need a leader to incite the riots to remind us of our rights. When he comes, you'll know his might, his ability to do what's right. The savior will save your soul and take hold of the microphone. They'll refer to him as the empirical, lyrical, sometimes satirical, spiritual miracle with mythical flows and atypical prose and invisible troves of incredible words, but you can call him Eli for short. words while people spectate. Mic to mic and toe to toe, you're a greedy ingrate. Wishing for a reason to tear up the very place under our feet cause some mass <coughs> destruction. Wait, wait for me. Don't undertake this construction without a hard hat, a hard heart, some thick skin. Cause little kitty, you don't understand your situation. Do you forget that I'm your elder? Little kitty shall retell your condescending tone, quell your never-ending groan, until I've made your ego give up and go home. Your roasts all fall short, so you're in over your head. You're an inferior cohort with ignorance widespread. Don't say I don't understand, don't try to patronize. My skill is so much better than anything you advertise. You're looking for the win, expecting the prize, thinking you'll beat me with your half-assed lies. Well, I refuse to lose to you and your heavy delusions. This match could have but one possible conclusion. Don't worry, though, just like the last competition you were in, I'll give you a shiny trophy for participation. You tried, I'll give you that. Uh, albeit not well. I like poetry and you just like to yell. Get off your soapbox, just admit defeat. You're too bad at what you do and too easily beat. If the engineer can beat the linguist in the battle of words, clearly you're not a good English nerd. You've got parts of three languages to help you out and still can't end up on top of this bout. May as well stop here, because we all know. Who's the best here? Say moi, yo. <laughs> Disregard my feelings. All right. Voulez-vous vraiment faire cela avec moi? Je vais arrêter ce bataille avec la force de bras. Je serai d'empêcher cette massacre, mon ami. Mais ton bêtise va te déjouer, et je vais réussir. I know most of y'all didn't get that. But what I just said is this. You can't undertake this battle. All your missiles will miss. I will massacre your hopes and dreams. So fighting is fruitless. I will win the fight for all my friends. You cannot undo this. Watch me rise beyond the rooftops. Watch me bypass the moon. The whistle of the wind in silence is all you're going to hear soon. Maybe later you will see your crime and bat on to all of this. <laughs> For now, you got to do your time. Get down and start crawling, bitch. You thrive off wills and watch me. Your vague and blocky promise to insult me, catapult me off my throne, own me with a vengeance, throw out your two cents about me. But you never follow through, you just spew out empty words, getting us excited for slams yet unheard. There's gotta be something you can find to put me down, steal my win, my crown. You're a weak-willed coward, powering through without a clue of what to do to make me lose to you. Your silence dominates my raps or tears, any wind all of your whistling comes from between your ears. I take longer to write than you, cause I aim for quality, and all I see in you is a sense of frivolity. You spout out BS like it's due to Marioni in five minutes. <laughs> I dropped the mic now, except it's on a stand, so I'm just gonna let you finish. Alright, so a consolation prize is all we're both forgetting. 
your time as a chimp was never right, and so our time here is setting. So here's my acknowledgement, empowerment. We're calling him. The voices here before me will agree that they are bad only, the finest of wines, and I don't gotta be lit. I'm never up, I'm down to earth. You're one of my closest friends. I don't need money, fame, or extra time to make my mark, you know? Know that every word I say to you is from the heart. And I'm gonna shake your hand. <laughs> and I'm gonna walk away. I'm glad our worlds collided and left. Even when your world's away, we'll never be divided. What? <laughs> <laughs> Toby, who was integral, integral, in putting together the Dead Center uh, Poetry Magazine. Goodbye, my, my love. Or perhaps not. There's still a chance that we could start again, that we could bring light to this world, that we haven't failed, that this isn't the end that this isn't the end for you, that this isn't the end for us. Goodbye, my friend. All right, yeah. Uh, kudos to all the poetry people, yeah. All right, uh, this one's not gonna rhyme as much, but that's all right, poetry doesn't have to. All right. The wanderer from the east heads west, rolling on wheels that have many a tale to tell. The sun makes his path glow as if he was living a dream. He rolls on the path without a mask to hide his emotions, allowing his soul to breathe fresh air. Meeting new friends on his way, the west, oh, meeting new friends on his way to the west, the wanderer wonders what each day's adventure will bring. The world around him, bound by boundaries, glued by concepts of currency, casts negative energy everywhere. Are you upset he smiles so? Is he having too much fun finding the magic within while your pockets are filled with heavy chains, forcing you to forget the world around you? But if you're brave enough, you can be yourself before they build ships to think for us. Bionic human beings will be the norm as our animal instincts are rid of us. People pretend their personal lives are filled with passion and purpose when they feed themselves poison packaged in plastic, polluting our oceans. But a breeze blows and unfolds the flow of imagination, allowing the animal to break the chain and think clearly once again. Okay, so... I don't know if it's on. Anyways, we're actually not the beekeepers. We're called uh, Narval. And uh, first we're going to play In a Sentimental Mood by Duke Ellington. <laughs>
Like with a horn on its head? Fantastic. Do you want to play another one? All right, one more. Thank <laughs> you. 
right, so Amiri approached me to do a, I guess, a tribute to Fife Dog. I don't know if anyone knows who Fife Dog is. Fife Dog was one of the members of a tribe called Quest. Now, just to give you a little background, when I was younger than you guys, that was probably one of the first hip-hop groups that I like fell in love with, along with De La Soul. So I want to kick a verse from Chet Thron. It's going to be Fife's verse. And then we're going to do a little something else. This is all impromptu, so.
can I give you? Trim a tribe that flows and lays. And right now, five is a bum At times, I'm a studio conveyor. And Mr. Dickens, would you please be my mayor? You be doing us a really big favor. And boy, this track really has a lot of flavor. And when it comes to rhythm quest, it's your savior. All of us for the funky behavior. And make a note on the rhythm we gave you. Feel free, drop your pants, check the hair. And do you like the garlands that we wear? I instruct you to be an obeyer. A rhythm recipe that you'll savor. Doesn't matter if you're minor or major. It's just the tribe with the game for the player. As you extend like a breath of fresh air. Tonight, 
forwards cut deeper than a knife. Ach, when I need someone to bring me back to life. Got a feeling that I'm going under, but I know that I'll make it out alive. If I quit calling you my lover, you watch me bleed till I can't breathe. I'm shaking, falling onto my knees. And now that I'm without your kisses, I've been needing stitches, tripping over myself, aching, begging you to come help. And now that I'm without your kisses, I've been needing stitches, just like a moth drawn to a flame. You're better hardcore to retouch. Now I'm gonna reap what I sow. I'm left seeing red on my home. Got a feeling that I'm going under, but I know that I'll make it out alive. If I be calling you my lover, move on. You watch me bleed until I can't breathe. Shaking, falling onto my knees, and now that I'm without your kisses, I've been needing stitches, tripping over myself, aching, begging you to come help. And now that I'm without your kisses, I've been needing stitches. struck by the fact that this stage of my life dedicated to recess in excess was a success, I guess. True, I disappointed most of my teachers, but then again, most of them disappointed me. See the sea of turmoil that boils inside. I'm supposed to live a life of toil and not foil my chances. Am I the only one to blame for my lame attempts at playing a game? It seems both logical and probable. 
I guess I always figured the game was rigged against me. I was the puzzle piece that never fit. And shit, one A plus two Ds don't tell half the story, cause I aced K through six when I couldn't sit still for shit. I used to bury my head in the fantasy novels. What's novel is my fantasy and they seem to be a reality. Then can it be that the game was rigged against me or in my favor? I look around at my peers and fear we have all lost our yearning for learning. After I'm done burning my school books, I'll just get more except thicker and wider, but hopefully wiser, with content that makes me feel content with my intent as a student. It would be prudent of me to take advantage of my advantage and advance with audacity, even arrogance, adding accolades, accelerating like an asteroid, accommodating autocratic assholes, adjusting and adapting my attitude in order to acclimate, acclimate to the atrocious nature of society. But prudence is not in my nature. I won't conform to the norm. I'll reform the norm and weather the storm in my college dorm, test my abilities, develop my affinities forever until infinity, seeking my individual perception of divinity through meditation and recreation of the soul and mind. Roll and ride the tide to go with the current and live in the current. This one's really short, but listen closely because it's special. The subtleties of your personality befuddle me and muddle my thoughts. Knots in my throat and sweat in my palms give me qualms about my plan of action. But I've got nothing to lose, yet something to prove. So I'll follow through and confess that my attraction is true. Will you, Jess Dresch, accompany me to the promenade? your talons and X's and O's like hieroglyphics, traces of a love long past lingering. An untold tale of a boy with dancing eyes, a girl with laughter like bells, kissing under the now broken willow branches. Lumberjack fell me now, for it's too painful to remember the days of happiness long gone. To see the shadow but recall the light, the boy with dancing eyes, the girl with laughter like bells, Hands entwined in promise, a song that never ended. Those happy days that they were promised have long since passed away. The dancing stopped and the bells are silenced, but the X's and O's still remain. And I find myself once more all alone. and dates, so my soul says thanks and my physical goes up in ranks. While you say you can'ts and couldn'ts, or maybe I shouldn't, so you can't keep up. We like ants but can't work together, even though we would be much more clever if we did. Little dabbles of daring roundabouts rewire your weird perspective pointing you in the right direction. You add to the collection of your imagination. And uh, this is another poem. 
sunflower samurai sits in the sky, training his third eye to never lie and allow him to fly. You ask why? For you're a spy who is afraid to get by, so why would you reason with the unreasonable? You need to tap into the seasonable spirit, and your soul will feel it. And yearn for more, it's your time to soar like the sunflower samurai who sits in the sky. To try tinkering with the lie called the physical. Fake figments of our imagination has got the whole nation stagnant. When stepping stones set in stone with the strafaria is all we need. No natural course will be corresponded through the Snapchat. So set your soul free and be what you ought to be. There's no hidden fee for finding the truth. Trustworthy people are aligned with nature, awaiting human sequel, and not living the prequel of a preposterous decay of our world today. But tomorrow will come soon, swallowing our inevitable doom, demonstrating the dramatic effect nature can offer. And you will see who is the real author of this story. I'm sorry I've dropped so much knowledge on you today, but my soul said, hey, let's push something interesting their way. I mush thoughts together like clay, keeping negative energy away like nay. I don't need your materialistic objects anyway. Triple beam schemes scorch scars into sophisticated people who would prosper in a better environment. I'm not entitled to tell you the truth, so I can only direct you to the right path to play and ponder powerful points of view. Yeah! Uh, Eli? Hello. So it's good. Uh, Those uptight CEOs don't respect my pros. They just want me to make them money. Well, listen, honey, I won't be your clerk because work is for jerks. Don't you dare smirk at my rare quirks of rhyming and freestyling, holding my stylus. We won't let you confine us. You all pretend to guide us, but instead you lie to us. So say what up to Elias. His flows be the flyest. So fire he might just burn down the cubicles that don't inspire us. He'll free the employees that do what they hate but continue to slave because there's money to be made. He'll show the silly suckers how to follow their passion and how to swallow the fact that their bosses lack compassion. The authorities pretend to care, but they strip us bare of our clothes and our rights, of our morals and our insights. I'm drowning in, uh, I'm drowning in an ocean of emotion. People say I'm in too deep. I just want to save my fellow man, and, I, and as I start to sink, people will be pulling me down. Negative energy swirls around me, falling so, falling so fast they say I'm in over my head. You can't save anyone, Eli. Stop being ignorant. Just go get a job like the rest of us. But there ain't no way I'll do that any day. I just want to strive to be in company with the best of us. My parables will be comparable to admirable marigolds. They'll run circles surrounding your cerebral center like a carousel. And truthfully, yo, your boisterous noises be annoying us, who employ voices of rebellion to destroy the controlling forces of our democracy, democracy, that cozen us with cover-ups. Because people just don't understand that if you dare to stare past the glare of the rays of the sun on the horizon, you can harvest the energy of the sublime spherical core that makes up the sun. And it don't hurt to look at it directly anymore. All right, uh, so one more, a little preface, as you say. Uh, this one is heavily inspired by MF Doom. He's a really good rapper. And here's a really short verse by him first. It's way too fly, like the ecliptic is fun to see. Remind me of, hey, you guys, the electric company. 
Big little sigh, I.D., Willoughby, and silly me villainy in this ill-built soliloquy. Came through to do the do through the two, to the groove that to the groove and confused the crew like Rubik's Cube. The, the metal mask, face mangled purple cape, found a way to smash the triangle through the circle shape, faster than a team of apes. Now is the mine. If you're searching for the cure to your impure world, look no further. Just sit back and observe my words, verbs, blurbs, proverbs, I swear. Past you on my bike, I like to glide aside the nice rides, inciting violence upon the environment. It's time for you to accept your rap retirement, homeboy. That's a requirement. Feel my fiery representation of all of his greatness and come to the realization that I'm impatient with the ignoramuses and that's an understatement. Intercept my intellect as I indefinitely increment my expression so you regret every little minute you spend on the internet. I write rhymes to fight crimes of unenlightenment and wonder why your lines are so dry while mine are so fly, guy. I'm telling you, men, melons and lemons be smelling like melanin. Ingest more of them and you'll get many amounts of melatonin. Open your third eye, let's start asking why. Protest Congress, ask them why is war endless. Fight our system till they say what's got into them. Then you can answer them ever triumphantly. Knowledge, yo. Stop protecting the liars. We deserve to get stuck in a swamp thick with mire. If they don't change their ways, they'll set our nation on fire. Then they'll bow down to you, because you'll be the Messiah. Fat men gorge their gullets with donuts at the diner, then forge signatures, shoot bullets, go nuts, start to whine, and realize their lives have gone awry. Straight away from creativity, replace it with naivety. Inexperienced imbeciles wrecking our whacked out world and wondering what happened. Well, we wish we'd have worked. We'll. Well, we wish we'd awoke a while ago. When winning was when we were wonderful with words, and not when we were followed on the blue bird. Really wrong is our morals and the terrible songs that glorify them, but we can overcome. My flows just go to show I know the whole globe is mine and yours. My nourishing oil-ridden riddles give me nutrition to ten thin tin mints tickling for a sixpence. I might spit nonsense, but it gets you tense. Nonetheless, as I digress, you protest my productiveness with sadness, homie. You just a flatulent. the best poet, the best daughter, the best sister, the best friend, the best singer, the best anything. I am done trying to be the best. There are always going to be people who are better than me, and even when there's not, that highly aligned, specially defined, ultra-refined concept of me will still be better than me. I'm done with these construed perceptions and tinted reflections of how I should be, this constant nagging in my head that keeps me in bed but screams at me to get out. I hate that my essays and grades and how much I get paid determine how good I am when the people judging those don't know the first thing about me. Yes, this all sounds incredibly cheesy, like I'm about to bust out with, but I'm the best me that I can be. But the thing is, I'm not. I'm struggling and trying to be this person that only exists in people's minds, that only exists in my mind, and I'm tired of having to carry these two around like some sort of Trojan horse. Because inside is where the battle is, something real and ugly. And I'm tired of hiding away in there while the citizens of Troy scrutinize my wooden anterior to see if I'm worthy to enter into their walled citadel, their guarded fortress, their sh sacred shrine of a dwelling, their music competitions, AP classes, private universities, 
their mental notes in which they mark down who the best is. It's stuffy in here. I'm no giant perfect wooden statue constructed especially for you because let's be honest, you'd like that too. But I'm just me, not the best one, and probably not even the only one. And if you want to go and try and find one, have fun, hon, because I ain't coming with you. I've been looking for them for so long, and I'm done. I'm done trying, I'm done lying, telling myself that the best is not so far away, but then why just the other day was I the worst? Sure, call me names, but I'm not giving up. I'm giving myself the strength to move on, telling myself I can get out of bed, because sure, this might not be the best day, but at least I can call it my day, I can own it, and at least I don't have to reach for something that just isn't there, and at least I'm the one who gets to decide whether this day wants to be the best, and at least it is a day, at least it's another day, in which I'm walking and moving and breathing and living, surely not the best life, but it's a life. So if you really want me to be the best so bad, take the best advice and shake off the impossible standards, because no one can last under the weight of always merely aspiring to be the one and only, the magnificent and holy, praise and all the glory, best. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Um, I've been told that Mr. Laster has been inspired by you all, so let's see what he has to say. I'll just say this is short and sweet. Maybe like you. Anyway, I'll call this Highland Park High, a principal school. Sitting here reflecting, nothing beats this perspective. Respecting each and every one, that's the way we do it, because that's the way it should be done. Been here for many years, the only reason is very simple. HP will always be the place to be. We value all, not just some. If you leave, remember that you can always come I have watched us change, and I have seen us stay the same. Openness, wisdom, leadership, and spirit stated clearly and concisely. You are the apps. story um, when I was like five to ten I thought I was a Chinese white kid and I'm not even kidding I genuinely thought I was Chinese and I thought I was white even though I had a black dad and a black family that made no sense to me I was like I'm totally a Chinese white kid and then I realized I wasn't and my whole world was like ruined so <laughs> kidding it's perfect so I wrote a piece about that and there's you know strong language whatever that means but it's also in the book, so you can read it there. Very right, cool. A stranger once came up to me and told me I was a nerd. A friend once smiled at me and told me I was a fat. A leader once told me that I was too fat and black and too queer to have anybody ever love me, as if that bullcrap excited me like their word of hate is what made me a bulimic. No, I'd like to blame all my insecurities on me. 
It took 10 years of self-negligence to, to accept that I am black. Not just a person of color, not just a statistic, but a child whose roots lay buried deep in the soils of Africa. It took me 10 years to finally acknowledge that I am not white. <laughs> now, who would ever do that, right? I mean, who would ever give up the notion, the possibility that they could be privileged? That they were privileged? That they were born and left in a society where their needs were put above their entire family? Because out of my family, I was the white one, obviously. I was just too pretty to be black. You see, the media ruined beauty for me. You couldn't be black and beautiful. I mean, unless you're fair-skinned like Halle Berry, right? right? Like, but then Nicki Minaj came along and changed all that. And the media loves her because white women all over the country are trying to work harder so they can get the money to pay the plastic surgeon to make them have basketballs for asses so we can flourish from their insecurities and use that money to pay for the cycle to start again and again and never and I wish somebody told me this when I was six with my fingers down my throat, but I couldn't be black, obviously. I was too pretty for that. Now the white girls that bullied me want my body. Now the straight girls that taunted me want my hair. Now the black girls that scoffed at me want my fairer skin. If I had known this when I tried to die, I wouldn't I would have given it to them. Because then I could just be privileged. And I could finally be pretty. I swing from a rope lashed up to a beam. Some men among the Yuba River toss coins into the Dublin water. Visible skin, memorable hair, imagined. Coal, plow, rust, sentry. All layers of the same word. Once I mistook a peach pit on a white dish for a thumbprint. Wolf counselor, reaper. Small rock, the knot just under my right ear, whispers, God is gracious, God will increase. The soul, like semen, escapes the body swiftly. Thank you. Uh, Leo, you're up. Ah. Leo. Poetry! Um, so I joined the creative writing uh, during the second semester, and the first unit they were doing was uh, slam poetry. Lucky me. Uh, so just bear with me. Oh, also it's in the book, so yeah, by the book. Dead Center book. Good quote, yeah. You walk into the room with your Patagonia jacket, and that's cool, not cheap, but it goes to a good cause, and it was made in America, so take compliments without pause. You can afford it, that's fine. You enjoy it, totally benign. But then you turn around and criticize this country that let you buy that fashion function jacket safely, while everyone else is sitting around and feeding a, corp a corrupt corporate system that feeds on policing poor countries while we feed on our fast food lunches, right? 
And you continue, continue to hate that system where everyone's just trying to fit in and everyone's just part of the machine, where everyone is just feed for the corporate greed. Because Wall Street's pure evil, though I'm not sure why, even if they make way more than they need, how does that hurt you? You still have your home, assured meals, friends, school, and that Patagonia jacket. I agree they should pay more, their fair share at least, but demanding an entirely new country in the shell of your own country is not the way to do it. You say you want a revolution. <laughs> well, you know, we all want to change the world. But demanding change now and risking what's not yours to risk is not the way to do it. And what scares me the most is that people might actually listen to you. And if they do, the elephants will own now, uh, will own now three, not two, houses on the hill. Eight years of change shot down the drain just seems so strange. So give up all three houses provided by children whose parents have multiple homes. Because even if we don't win, hey, no harm, no foul. We tried, it's no sin. At least we fought for the candidate that inspired us. Wouldn't it be nice if we could vote for the candidate that inspired us? Because that's when people who can't afford elephant-owned houses get hurt the most. The people who come to school in plain white tees because they support your good causes but can't show it in a coat made of recycled utilitarian fleece. Wouldn't it be nice if we could vote for the candidate that inspires us? But no, you go ahead. Go vote for revolution. And for those people that need, not want, no red houses, there'll be no solution. And for those people that can't afford, not wouldn't prefer, to have a candidate that doesn't stand for civil rights but instead stand your ground, there'll be no solution. They can't afford to lose that coverage that you don't have to worry about and your coat could pay for. Wouldn't it be nice if we could vote for the candidate that inspires us? So as you were, criticize our effed up military and our effed up income inequality as you pretend to cast your vote for all those who will lose coverage and a chance at equality. Just do me one favor. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to me. Don't pretend your candidate, in fact, has higher electability because you don't even know the names Friedman, Silver, Goolsby, and yet you're a master effing poll interpreter. Wouldn't it be nice if we could vote for the candidate that inspires us? So as long as that's clear, I agree with your ideals. I just know what's at stake, and what's at stake is not ours to lose. But hey, cast your vote for inspiration. It looks good in that coat.
and why you can hear your apartment neighbor crying through the walls, your source of heartbreak banging someone down the hall, why Samson let Delilah share the source of his strength, his faith which grew extraordinary lengths, why Romeo poisoned and Juliet stabbed their anguish with various suicidal weapons grabbed, their anguishing souls out of their bodies, their blood, one congealing, one never blotting. You know what else is red? A heart. The joy that wells up inside when someone says, I love you. That's a feeling that can't be compared to anything else in the entire world. It's plain and simple that I am a disaster waiting to happen. The chemical formula for love is mapped in molecules. C8H11NO2 plus C10H12N2O plus C33N66N12O12. S2, that's dopamine, serotonin, and oxycontin 2. And if you slip up, trip, and then OD, they cause schizophrenia, paranoia, and insanity. So if you want to gorge on poison, then trust me, I'm the one for you. I can be rough, but I've always been the one rooting for those who need someone to dream about at night. Those who need to be swept off their feet for once in their life. Those who need to feel what it's like to lose themselves in happiness and find horror love for a lifetime and then find that somebody cut your lifeline. Hurt so bad you're nothing but a sick kid in bed for pain to dance and wallow in your head and your heart. You'll never see it again because that's the kind of love you're in. Stop it! Don't make me out to be a monster now. It's true, I'm clumsy. But without me, you'll turn empty and cold like unbaked clay. Like the grass will lose its green, the sky is going to turn to gray. I'm not as tragic as I seem. It's those who fall in love with love who become burned by me. And now that I can spit some rhymes, please understand my nature. I'm more than fluff or heartbreak. I'm a really risky, risky raging. <laughs> so uh, look at me now, dear audience. Am I what you expected? Don't rush into me or else all evil will be resurrected. Step into me like you step into your home. Abuse and violate, and I'll backhand you off your makeshift throne. My name is Love, my darlings, and I'll make you lose your mind. Don't fret about your heart, honey. Love is patient. Love is kind. My oxytocin, dopamine, serotonin levels are high for you, Alicia. Uh, anyway, uh, next up is Carolina, um, and then we have uh, a surprise from Lorenzo, Julia, and Miss Hardy. by the deadline Miss Marilee set for the assignment, and it was edited by Miriam because I can't word properly. You once danced. You once danced maneuvering so agile, now you pay a toll for every movement. Time has caused your body to turn fragile. Do the nebulae cloud your sentiments? Or does the blindness deliver true sight? Quarrels ignited by claims that because of what you are, when your breath falters, only starless nights will accept you. I dispute until I bloom. You express more love than us through actions. No matter the pain, you rise to weep gleefully. No matter, no matter the suffering, you guard your factions. You idly spectate the disquiet of life patiently. If heaven won't embrace you, life's a farce. For man's best friend, marriage breath is parse. Oh, here we go. Uh, thank you very much. Um, well, the band will play us out. If you haven't picked
Thank you for listening to our coverage of the Dead Center Coffee House, which again took place on April 28, 2016. Thank you to Miss Marioni and the Dead Center Club for giving us access to the coffee house. Look out for the next coffee house coming soon, which we will cover right here on WVHP Radio, the voice of Highland Park. <laughs>